Welcome to Growing in the Gospel with Father Zach Weber. It is the 33rd Sunday in Ordinary Time. Well, welcome to Growing in the Gospel, Father Zach here. Um, actually in Florida right now, I'm about to leave about a half an hour to go to the airport in Tampa and then head back to Wisconsin. So I'm leaving like 80 degree weather and going to about 10 degree weather. Um, just got off a retreat. Uh, for those of you who knew I was on retreat, I want to thank you for your prayers. Lots of graces, lots of rest, uh, rejuvenation, um, definitely much needed. But, you know, we're here for growing in the gospel. So again, the reason why we do this podcast is to stoke the fire as we head into Sunday Mass, coming prepared to offer ourselves more fully, to be engaged with the Word, and to be more filled with the Holy Spirit to know what the Lord's calling us to do. Uh, so for those of you um, who are in the Anago area this weekend, we'll have our stewardship weekend. And uh, just really ask for your prayers for people to really pray and discern where God's calling them, but to have the courage to actually do it, to go to confession, to really pray, Lord, where do you need me and where are you calling me in my parish? Because it's so easy to fall into the tempter's hands thinking we're not good enough. Um, or to think we're, uh, as I would say, that use a B word too much, think we're too busy. But nonetheless, we take time to do things like this, to put the Lord first and to ask him to meet us where we're at, to know that he delights in us, he loves us, and he has a plan for us. And the more we pray, the more we are aware of what his plan is for us. So our gospel this weekend comes from the gospel of Luke. And as we head into this weekend's gospel, um, comes from Luke chapter 21, verses 5 through 19. And then next weekend will actually be Christ the King, and then we're in Advent. So we're getting towards the, the end of things here. But nonetheless, call upon the Holy Spirit, ask the Lord to help you, pray, and just open your heart and let his love pour in as we read from Luke chapter 21. While some people were, were speaking about how the temple was adorned with costly stones and votive offerings, Jesus said, All that you see here, the days will come when there will not be, when there will not be left a stone upon another stone that will not be thrown down. Then they asked him, Teacher, when will this happen? And what sign will there be when all these things are about to happen? He answered, See that you not be deceived, for many will come in my name, saying, I am he, and the time has come. Do not follow them. When you hear of wars and insurrections, do not be terrified, for such things must happen, but it will not immediately end. Then he said to them, Nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. There will be powerful earthquakes, famines, and plagues from place to place. And awesome sights and mighty signs will come from the sky. Before all this happens, however, they will seize and persecute you. They will hand you over to the synagogues and to prisons. And they will have you led before kings and governors because of my name. It will lead to you giving testimony. Remember, you are not to prepare your defense beforehand. I myself shall give you a wisdom in speaking that all your adversaries will be powerless to resist or refute. You will be handed over by parents, brothers, relatives, and friends, and they will put some of you to death. 
You will be hated by all because of my name, but not a hair on your head will be destroyed. By your perseverance, you will secure your lives. So there is a powerful, powerful gospel. And we'll try to open it up here for you just a little bit to help you uh, come to Sunday Mass prepared. And just beginning, you know, the Lord comes, it says, as some spoke of the temple, how it was adorned with noble stones. And um, I think one thing we can improve upon as Christians of all denominations is to know that the soul of each person who walks into a church, whether it's you know a garage or it's a basilica, the soul of the person is much more beautiful than the most beautiful church that we have. I think the Lord is pointing to us that because even in Jesus' Olivet Discourse foretells a coming of devastation. His words were confirmed a generation later when the Romans' temple trampled the city and the temple on the ground in 70 AD. So even knowing that the church that you go to, the, the physical church, um, you know, it's going to be destroyed. And the Lord wants us to know that Yes, they may be beautiful, but the souls, the true temples, are you and I. You know, and he says, "Take heed that you heed that you do not be led astray." And look at our culture; we're so um, led astray. A lot of people are saying they're, whether they're aware of it, they're saying that I am the Savior, I am the chosen one. Um, but there is only one, and His name is Jesus, and He gave us a church uh, to tell us how to ask, how to seek, how to knock how to follow the truth, the way, the truth, and life, to live in the power of the resurrection, to be filled with his Holy Spirit. But if we do that, you know, there's going to be signs. Um, and he tells us, you know, there's going to be earthquakes, famines, signs. and But before all that, we're going to be persecuted. So a disciple is somebody who's fully surrendered everything of his or her life to Jesus and his church everything and is constantly re-surrendering so disciples must fiercely identify with jesus despite opposition because people are going to persecute you they're going to lay hands on us persecution provide opportunities to proclaim the gospel again persecution will provide opportunities to proclaim the gospel people need to know the good news they need to know the good news and when we look at like diamonds um you know, they come from coal, and we have pressure placed upon them, and that's what shines. And you know, some people tell me, Father, you're kind of hard on your people, but you know, we really have to look at putting pressure is what makes diamonds upon that coal. And that pressure will allow the Holy Spirit to speak through us. For the Lord says, I will give you a mouth and wisdom, which none of your adversaries, none of your persecutors will be able to withstand or, or, or um, contradict. So, Unlike professional orators who rehearse their speeches beforehand, delivering them, this is a sign of the trust in the disciple. Because disciples should only prepare to be faithful. Think about that. Just be faithful. So Christ will give you the words through the Holy Spirit. And think of Acts 6, chapter 6, 9 through 10, where Stephen was an example of this by his powerful witness in Jerusalem. And even think of the other early Christians in Acts 4, 8 through 14, or Acts 26, 24 through 32. But we will be delivered up even by parents. So Jesus demands heroic allegiance 
that we may drive a wedge between family members, whether we're martyred or persecuted, the faithful will gain their lives by laying them down for Christ. Think of John 15, 13. There is no greater love than to lay down your lives for another. But he is saying you are going to be hated because you're saying I live under the power of Jesus Christ and his Catholic Church, under his dominion. And But he does say, but not a hair of your head will perish. By your endurance, you will gain your lives. There's so much we could unpack here. But I think the main point is to really know that the Lord just intensely loves you. He delights in you. And he will protect you. But he does not say it will be easy. And often, I have to go back and remind myself, Jesus said, first you must deny yourself. I must surrender. Your will be done, Lord. And then pick up my cross and then follow him. But we must endure. We must know that we're going to have persecution because Jesus did. And in a strange way, we can say, Jesus, you allowed me to feel what you felt because you love me that much. And his plans are better than ours. His plans are greater than ours. And he desires to protect us. He is our shield, as we hear in the Psalms. So the song I'm going to close with is called My Shield by Luke Spihar. I encourage you just to uh, really just be a fighter for Christ, be a warrior for Christ, because he is fighting for you. He loves you so much. And he just wants you to fall in love with him again and lay down your life for him. And again, please keep our parishes in prayer as we head into our stewardship weekend, which means that it's a response. And we have to respond to the call of the gospel because it's so good. The good news is so good, and it's much better than being under captivity, being captured by the evil one. The Lord comes to set captives free, to give sight to the blind, and to, to let prisoners free, those who are in bondage. Know of my prayers for you as we head into Stewardship Weekend, and we prepare for Advent a couple weeks away. And may Almighty God bless you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.